Who is more fitting than Dr. Rima Adejola, an internationally acclaimed evangelist intercessor? With a multidisciplinary background in health, lymphology, and naturopathic studies. Yes, I ask you, who is more prepared to deliver from her ministry of health, healing, and deliverance than Dr. Rema Adejola? I give you Dr. Rema. God's eye is indeed on the spiral, and he does one over each one of us. And we have to believe that when it's time to keep on keeping on. Even when times are hard and it doesn't look so good, just remember, he always watches over every one of us. He knows even the hairs upon your head. God does care. My God cares. Amen. Amen. Shall we pray? Most kind, ever-loving, merciful God, Jehovah Repheka, the healer, El Shaddai, Elohim, Jehovah Nisi, O Lord, who art known as marvelous, wonderful, Alpha, Omega. Lord, this language does not contain enough words to praise you, but yet we dare come before you this morning. We magnify your holy name. Lord, we glorify thee. And as I deliver your bread of life to your children this day, open thou my lips and let my mouth show forth thy praise. For God, my tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. Speak, Holy Spirit of God, to your servant, and may the heart be touched. Lord, I pray that the soil into which I will plant this seed this morning will be fertile and ultimately fruitful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. I have to remind myself sometimes I'm not in intercession, <laughs> but I love to praise the Lord. Amen. Well, today is your health and temperance day at Mount Zion SDA, and indeed it's my privilege to be invited here. It's an honor for God to use me as his vessel this day. I am not concerned with numbers, small churches, big churches, one or two of us, doesn't matter. I give the word in the same manner. Amen. Amen. And I believe that God makes no mistake. And there are times when we believe that he doesn't hear, he's not answering, and he might be late. Let me inform you, this will never be. God is always on time. Amen. And for him, to everything, there's a season. And to everything, there is a reason. And it's not for you nor for me to know what the reason is, not even the season at times. But we need to lean wholly upon the Lord. Now, because of the nature of this day, I split the speaking that I have to do into two parts. This morning, you're fed, you're fed spiritually. This afternoon, we aim more so on the physical, the mental level. 
So if some gaps are there in between and understanding, believe me, by the end of the day, the gaps will be closed. Amen? Now, when we turn our televisions on, we look at the newspaper, everybody is talking about health these days. And the people to whom God gave a powerful health message are too quiet. They're not even listening, much less living the message. And our God is not at all pleased with that. God is not into fanaticism. So he doesn't want you to become fanatic and skinny and looking as if nobody fed you. But he is concerned with your well-being, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And if he says don't, then don't. Don't question him. But I'm not going into your place this morning talking about your meat-eating, <clears throat> who is a carnivore versus who is a herbivore, who eats the vegetables versus the rabbit food and whatnot. That's not my sermon at all. God is a God of order. He's not the God of confusion. And whenever you find rebelliousness within you, be notified this day that it is not of God. Amen. If he says do it and you say I won't, that's rebellion. And the originator of that is the devil. And you have a problem. In nature, we have a process known as oxidation. I wrote an article recently for African USA magazine. I do freelancing every month for them. And I have been on free radicals. Never did the magazine expect the response that it has been getting because of the article, because nobody takes time to explain things to the lay person. It's either among professionals or people who have the right to make decisions for you. When some of us find out about things, it's usually too late to do us any good. But our God is not like that. This whole book is one of prevention. Cures are in there too, but God is a God of prevention. That's why he loves to warn us. He sends his messengers to warn the people. I even had a dream recently where all I couldn't even sleep. All I could hear is Rama warn them. Rama warn them. Warn the people. And all I know is the little adrenaline that I needed. The Lord said, "Don't go to sleep on me, Rama. You got work to do. Don't look at the people's faces and decide what are you going to do for me or not. Do it because I say do it. Now, when we talk about oxidation, you witness that daily. It's happening in your body too but we'll talk about that this afternoon. And because we don't notice the effects of oxidation, we tend to ignore it. Now, one classic example is iron rusting. Over a period of time, does an iron get rusty? It's because of the process known as oxidation. That's when oxygen mixes with the iron, and you see the results. It's no longer looking like iron, it gets that brownish, ugly look that you don't like. Oxygen mingles with all sorts of substances and we need oxygen to live. If you don't, if you don't need it, I have to come tap you on the shoulder to find out what's making you tick. But every time we take in air, oxygen is taken in with it. Then the body extracts the oxygen that it needs. Now in nature, 
oxygen appears, and for you who study chemistry, we're always talking about O1, O2, and there's a little sub-digit number. You see a little one, a little two at the bottom of the O. And it refers to the atomic structure, the molecular structure, depending if you're looking at the elements or if you're looking at compounds or substances. Oxygen in its normal state would be O2. Similar to the husband and wife state, you have a husband and you have a wife. And God expects the two to walk together. Amen? Amos 3 says, can two walk except they agree? Some of us try walking together without agreeing and it just doesn't work. Amen? Now, when oxygen 2 becomes separated, Oh, some things happen that are causing the whole news media to be rather upset, and they have been so over the past two decades. The oxygen converts to what is known as a free radical. Free because it's running around, and radical in its behavior. Now we hear people say, don't get radical on me. You know what they mean, amen? Well, it's so, so, so radical in its behavior that it's described as being volatile, just like a bomb. You know, when you hear that tick, 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 folks go scurrying because they don't want to be in the path when the bomb explodes. In that state, the oxygen free radical is what we call electrochemically imbalanced because the normal state would be O2. It becomes unstable and highly reactive. Free radical attack your cells. You know, your body's made up of approximately a trillion cells. Daily we get new cells. Hopefully those cells will be reproduced to resemble the ones that die. But as we get older, those cells begin to do what? Deteriorate. Now, free radicals in the form of oxygen, they attack your membranes causing the same type of oxidative damage as you would witness in rusting. Just because you don't see the rust doesn't mean it's not happening. We are so aging as we sit here. The work that free radicals do is done within microseconds. Now you know what a second is. These are done with microseconds. It's that rapid. So it's undetectable in the beginning stage. Free radicals attack enzymes. And you know, in your body, enzymes help to break down the food that we eat. It, enzymes are attacked by them. Also, our cell components, which have DNA and RNA, and everybody listening to TV with old data never heard of DNA and RNA. They, they hear about it. Even if they don't know what it is, all they know OJ. <laughs> but the DNA and RNA are terms that have been around in the scientific world for a long time. With every breath, we take, mind you, all of this is happening what I'm speaking about. So when free radicals attack your DNA and your RNA, which are within the nucleus of the cell, some things begin to happen. The genetic codes change. Your genetic codes dictate how you would look, what you would do, how you would be. That's what you inherit. That's why you don't look like me and I don't look like you because of the genetic code. Well, when free radicals take over, they damage that. Therefore, the replacement of that cell is not going to look like the one before, and it should. Amen.
if your lips have cells, the cells for the lips don't look like the cells for your heart. Every part of your body has different types of cells. And that's why forensic people can detect things that are not obvious to the naked eye in terms of crimes. The courts are using that in this type of information quite a bit as you witnessed on television. Free radical molecules, they run around aimlessly through your body, breaking down your cellular structure, ripping your cell walls apart, and knocking down the strands of DNA, which will look like little lines. Now, these are, as I said, the master regulators of your genes in the nucleus. So what I'm describing to you, you can picture in terms of the hurricanes that we've been having. Did you see what it did on the islands? Disastrous, destructive. Two words that will definitely mean something in here. Free radical activity upsets your, your whole body's chemical balance. Mind you, this is the same oxygen that you need in order to live. But you separate him from O2 and he goes crazy. Don't divorce people who go like that. Free radical oxidation causes, and listen to this, causes approximately 30,000 mistakes in the average human cell daily. You see the AIDS people, how fast they wither? Cellular attack, big time. But we talk about that later this afternoon. Free radicals are a byproduct of our normal body metabolism because they go out via the urine and all of this has to do with your, your um, urinary system. Free radicals damage T cells, and you know we need a nice count for that, and they damage enzymes as I said. Their attack is so diligent that they can cause one of two things, the cell to get hardened, or it can cause it to break down and start leaking out fluids that it needs. You have to follow my trend of thought this morning because you need to find out where I'm going spiritually. Your body, you are made up from the tiniest unit, cell. After your cell, you make up tissue. After your tissue structure, you make up different organs. After your organs, you make up the different systems in your body. And all of those systems combined make up you and make up me. But destruction begins where? At the cellular level. Your Paul said, I would not have you ignorant. It begins at the cellular level. We'll talk more about the health part later on. I get a tendency to go off on health. When the damage is done, it is a cumulative damage. It keeps getting worse, building up, building up. That's why some people say, well, I smoke. And now I didn't get cancer. Then you may do it, just inhale some and you got it. But just because we don't see things with the eye, we better stop telling God about his business. It's cumulative damage. And it's being done, whether you see it or not. And it will manifest itself sooner or later. But it damages there nevertheless. Excessive, uncontrolled oxidation at the cellular level can upset, what did I say? It can upset the relationship of the different nerves and chemicals in your body. And you know, you're talking about being volatile. 
last week or a week before on TV, a man in Fort Lauderdale was holding the police off at bay. Why? His sugar level went crazy. He's diabetic and he did not have enough insulin and he held him off for about 10 hours. Gone crazy. And most people who have been fanatics in history, Hitler and the like, they said it was sugar lovers, like some of us adults. We love sugar. Sabbath day especially, you have guests, you come whooping out that ice cream to kill them. You tell them about salvation in the sanctuary, then you go and speak death to them on the plate. We got to pay attention to a health message. Sugar is a monster. I'm telling you it is. And ultimately, he put the gun to his head and killed himself after 10 long hours. And do you know what? He, 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 he was brought to the attention of a neighbor because he was outside firing at school kids, going to school. He was just taking pot shots, a different ones, having fun. That's what devil can make you do. Our circulatory system, when free radicals get in there, our body, God is a wonderful God. David said, what did he say? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. In your blood, he has the leukocytes and he has macrophages that take care of garbage pickup. They let your garbage collect it. If your garbage bin truck doesn't come too often, you know the whole neighborhood begins to find out that the, that the garbage is still there. Amen? Well, because free radicals attack so viciously, so viciously, sometimes those are the garbage collectors that God made in your blood. Can't do the job quick enough. So you wind up with rancid fat. You see, the fatter you are, you have problems. People just say that obesity causes problems. But the more fatty tissue you have, the more activity free radicals have to do in your body. They go at you worse than somebody skinny. They go at you worse than somebody with a good diet. Bad diet, we'll talk about that later. It goes to the point where your body cannot protect itself as well as it should. So your immune system becomes weakened. When they overwhelm our little garbage collectors, you start seeing a constant bombardment of the cell, just steady bombarding. Just picture somebody bombing up Hiroshima, or even bombing up your home. Look at Oklahoma. We all freaked out when that bombing took place there. The people went to the daycare. They went a normal day like you came to church. Who expected not to be going back home? I am sure nobody planned on not going back home. But somebody's always planning devilment for you or me someplace. Satan is always busy. I wish we were as busy with God's work. Amen. The amount of damage increases with age. As we age, you see more and more things falling apart. Amen. You start wrinkling, sagging, bowing over, complaining a little more, creaking up and down here and there. Amen. Well, our newspapers all over the world, listen to how they're describing even this in terms of uh, the devilish activity of the free radicals. They're trying to harness that energy and make it work for science. It's not little goofy papers that are speaking about it either. You have the New York Times, you have the Chicago Tribune, you have the Texas newspapers, you have papers in Los Angeles. I keep up with research. It, it, it is my business to know. I can't teach if I don't know. Now, with regard to steel and rust, you can see the effects from free radicals. Your paint, if you let it sit up in your house, you see free radical effects. 
if you have rubber, let's say on your windshield wiper, you see you start getting all peely and, and cracking, free radicals attacking that. Your hoses in your car, you know the little belts that go around doing different things, sand belts and the like, free radicals, that's the cause of that damage that you see. If you have wooden shingles on your house, you put them up one color and a year later you have a different color in shingles. Even the very cement, free radicals over time will cause it to crack. Now, on the radio and TV, everybody's busy using this word antioxidant. Amen. Much of us, many of us don't even know what it is. But the word is simple. Anti, it can mean against. And the oxidant comes from oxidation. Okay? So it's against oxidation. That's what it really means. That's why we need them in our bodies. They work like scavengers, like Pac-Man, when they see free radicals. Just gobble them up on the screen, you see the kids playing over the game. You know, that's what antioxidants do to free radicals. And I say, you cannot breathe 16 to 20 times per minute. This type of free radicals that I'm talking about, 60 minutes per hour and then 24 hours a day of free radicals in out in out and not expect your body to have some form of damage done to it when i think of free radicals i draw a parallel between them and who the devil the activity is the same it's no different. He's as busy as they are. He attacks as viciously as they do. He does it relentlessly as they do. And the results can be the same. With the natural world, you say cellular death. With him, is all of you going to your box. That's his goal. Steal, kill, destroy. Now, the Chicago Tribune, let me give you how they describe. They say free radicals are like whirling dervish. They whiz along, reacting with everything in their path. When they get loose in humans, they are killers that medical researchers would like to lock up. And with that, I want you to open your Bibles to Revelation 12, 7 through 9. Revelation 12, 7 through 9. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought against the angels. This is like the free radicals trying to hold up against the antioxidants that you put in your body to counteract, to neutralize their activity. Amen. God is a wonderful God. He made this body. Do you know he gave you natural antioxidants within but it's because we are so bombarded from without that we need to take things to supplement. And when we look at eight, it says, and prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. In nine, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth and still deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I'm here to tell you this morning, they did not die. 
and they did not disappear. So where in the world are they? You talk about it. Let's move over to 17. 12.17 tells you how he reacted at being kicked out. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, which is the church. And he went to play with the remnant. What does your Bible say? He went to war with the remnant of her seed, which do two things. They keep the commandments of God and they have the testimony of Jesus. And if you look at Revelation 19.10, it tells you that the testimony of Jesus is what? The spirit of prophecy. Prophecy tells us that those one-third angels, he took a third of them with him to disobey the living God. And right now, they're very active in all of our lives, all day long. And we pretend as if there's not. Let's look at 13.7. God permits him. He can't do anything without God's permission. And it was given him, given unto him to make war with who? This is children of God. And to overcome them and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Eight and all that dwell upon the earth, which you and I live in, shall worship him, whose names, not everybody, whose names are not written in the book of life. I see people casual about God today. And I say, if you're casual about the Lord, then you deserve to become a casualty. And that's usually what happens. Amen. Let me move to 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. They are here. Number two. For men shall be lovers of their own self. Me, myself, and I. What are you doing to me? I am the center of everything. Who had itis like that? Satan. I can be like the most high. Anytime you find yourself with this I and me all the time, in every situation, won't compromise, won't obey the Lord, grumbling and mumbling all the time. The devil is in the middle. Covetous, boasters, they're not boasting about God. Look at what I got. I got a bad ride. I got some bad shoes. Huh? Big dangling necklace round it. Look at me, I'm wealthy, I got gold. So I put it in my teeth. And I put it in my ears. I put it in my nose. I put it around my ankle to show you that I got what you don't have. Blasphemer. God says yay, you say nay. And if it is of God, you want to attribute it to the devil. And if it is of the devil, they're trying to shove it down your throat as being of God. 
disobedient to parents. Never in history has this been the way it is now. Unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are bad. They hate you because you're good or trying to be. So you're hated. Traitors, heady, filled with ego, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Tell them about a party, within a second, they're there. Tell them about a prayer meeting and nobody wants to come. Check yourself out. Five, having a form of godliness. In other words, sure, Saturday I put on my suit and whatever and I go to church like a good Christian. But you deny the power of God all week long because you don't give him what he asks for. The Bible says from such, turn away. But we're turning to that sort of thing. And in number seven, our Bible says, ever learning and never able to come to what? To the knowledge of the truth. That consists of about two thirds of the people. My Bible says Satan comes as a lion, roaring, seeking who to devour. You know the word devour suggests that you're gobbling up as fast as you can so that somebody else won't get the good? Well, that's how he sees you and me. He is the super free radical, Satan. And his angels are spiritual free radicals as well. So are his demons, so are his witches, so are his blasphemers. And as I said last night, some of us communicate with them, dialing up that old 900, talking about psychic advice. And I tell you, the advice comes straight out of hell. His modus operandi, his mode of operation. Let me tell you that. He spreads the belief that there is no devil. There are many Christians that will tell you that, oh, stop talking about the devil so much. I wish one would say it to me. I'll be ready with this sword big time. Because this whole sword here is about the devil aggravating my God. And he never told us to run away from him. Never, nowhere in my Bible. So if he can hide himself and his dirty work from you and me, then he gets to do all the dirt unnoticed, just like the free radical. The damage is still being done. He bombards the church of Christ, which is the body of Christ. Mind you, he can't damage the head because Jesus is the head of his church. We constitute the body, so he attacks the body. He attacks the cells, which would be each one of us. Every child of God it's like a cell in the body of Jesus. So he comes at you externally, imputing all his rottenness. And once you let him in, he's like a pit bull. He won't let go. 
Some of us are knee deep in that mess. And we don't even know he got us by the throat. So we look at the way he attacks you. Drugs, lesbianism, homosexuality, abortion. You lay up and have fornication, then you cut it out. Because it is not a lie. I'm telling you relentlessly, the DNA and RNA would be your spiritual lives because that dictates whether you have eternal life or eternal damnation at some point. So that's your DNA and your RNA. He attacks your mind because that's the real battlefield that he enjoys. How does he get into your mind? You let him there. He gets you depressed. Oh, I have Ivan is telling me I'm depressed, Dr. Adola. Talk to me. What can I do? And we go for it. I say, ain't no one person can make you depressed is a devil. God ain't about depressing anybody. He never gives you more than you can bear. And if you have a spirit of fear within you, oh, what am I going to do? I don't have any money for my rent. God didn't put no spirit of fear in you. The book of Timothy tells us God has never given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So when you find a crazy Christian talking about I'm depressed, I'm going to do this. You say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. Worry. And anxiety of the devil. Doubt is from the devil. Discouragement is from the devil. Weariness is of the devil. That is what makes you his victim. And God wants you to be victorious. In your spiritual life, he comes with idolatry. He comes with witchcraft. He comes with the occult. Horoscope. Ouija board. Ouija, tell me where's what happened yesterday. Did my husband go meet his tootsie over there? Did he read a carrot card. Tell me what's going to happen tomorrow. What's going down? We want to know. The devil is a free radical virus parasite. And the Greek word for parasite means he who eats off the table of another. He survives by hijacking you, the organism, the cell, robbing you of all the nutrients of the Holy Ghost. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, love and joy and peace and goodness and meekness and long suffering and temperance. He robs you of your joy. Then as a parasite, he leaves the toxic waste behind him. No thank you, but he leaves that blood sucking thief. He leaves you with waste, waste matter. And then you wind up with parasitic infection because then he sends his little evil spiritual, um, spiritual free. Uh, free radicals to you to make sure that you stay in the waste, the toxic mess. And most of the time it's mental. Can't control the body. God says we fast sometimes. 
Adventists don't like to fast. Satan is kicking us because we don't like to do the things that we should do. Tell me something, when you fast, it's not all about not eating. It's about bringing your body in subjection to your head. And when you are in charge of your body, Christ is ahead of you. You communicate better with him. But if you can't even bring your body to obey your mind, where you can't give up a meal, you can't do this, and you can't do that, then you got a serious problem. And it's the lack of the antioxidant. Sin is the toxic burden that we all have. Sin burdens your cells, your tissue, your organs, your whole system. And it, just like the free radicals, the effects are cumulative because you can suffer from spiritual auto-intoxication. You have food auto-intoxication. When your body becomes like a cesspool, then you have spiritual constipation. When you sit down and nothing comes forth because you're lacking the fiber of the Holy Ghost. The free radical is loose, but so is the super antioxidant. And I call here the Holy Ghost. Because, my God, when you start howling in pain, you do like Peter and do that short prayer when Peter says, save me. He didn't have time for all God of Isaac and Jacob and all this stuff. It wasn't time for that. He would be drowned. You need to holler out. Just two words. Save me. Then the super antioxidant comes to rescue the perishing. Neutralize the activity of that free radical known as Satan to rescue that perishing cell, which is you. All of this he does to keep you off the battlefield in the wrong time. I'm closing. Now, he starts renewing your mind. Here Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of Romans 12, 1 and 2. Yes, then Jesus stays up there. In the Middle East, we hear about the Iron Curtain going down. We heard about the Berlin Wall. Now see the Iron Curtain for God's children to me, it's rebellion. God is going to get rid of rebellion in his children. When we look at the Berlin Wall going down, I look at that and I say, stubbornness has got to go too. Because in the book of Samuel, it said, rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is idolatry. So you sin against God when you rebel. I ain't. They got to be bashing you all the time. Come to church. Dress for church. Read your Bible. Who oh, I don't want to do that. I don't like that stuff. This and that. That's rebellion and it's the devil. It's the devil in you. And only the super antioxidant can neutralize the activity within you. 
Now, when the bamboo curtain comes down, and that's going to happen soon, physically, in the, in the European and the Asiatic side of the world. Very soon. But for you, my brothers and sisters, that bamboo curtain, that is self-deception. You're deceiving yourself that the way you're going is the right way. And God said, there is a way that seems right unto man. But the end of it all is death. That's what my God says to me. Now, Satan comes to you through your five senses, which are the avenues to your soul, to your mind. Last night I talked about the mind. I said what we lost from the Garden of Eden was a spiritual relationship with God. Your spirit experienced death. And it's to us to come back to him because we're relying so much on the soul, the psyche, the mind. That's why God says it must be renewed because there are three parts of that mind. You have your intellect, you have your will, which gives you the right to choose yes or no. And you also have your emotions. We're all hung up on our psychic ability to reason foolishness most of the time. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. There is none without God. So if you permit your intellect to reason nonsense to you, you put nonsense in, you get nonsense out. You put Jesus in, you get Jesus out. And if you let your emotions rule you, then you let in your hips and your lips dictate to your brain. Lusting can't control. God's children are not out of control. God's children lean on the everlasting. Then we look. When we put the Holy Spirit in our lives, there's no more indigestion, nor incomplete digestion of the word of God. You will take it in and you will digest it. There won't be any more fermentation in your guts, in your bowel, because of mixing evil with good. He gets rid of the toxic waste and the pollution of your mind. Amen. The super antioxidant, the Holy Spirit, he said, mind ain't nothing to be wasted. The mind is to be used. Do you know antioxidants penetrate the blood-brain barrier? Over your brain is a sort of mesh. Not too many things can get to it. It's protected. But antioxidant is a super one. Later we talk about it. That goes straight through the blood-brain barrier to prevent it from developing tumors and the like. Antioxidants require that you saturate your body so that you are protected preventively. That's why the Holy Ghost hovers over us, asking us, Lord Jesus, Get these people to have an effective combination of prayer and praise. And for God's sake, put some fasting in your life. Where the super antioxidant guides, he provides. There's a way of escape for everybody. God says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. If we keep our minds rigidly protected by his word. We can take authority over Satan any day, any time in the Lord. 
to exercise that dynamic kind of power over the enemy, it means we gotta go on our knees more often. He trembles when we kneel. So we hear the Holy Ghost saying to Jesus, he said, Lord Jesus, come down here. You finish your work, but man is just beginning to aggravate me. Let's baptize them in the Holy Ghost. Let's give them all the fiber that they need. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Let's get them going. It's taking too long for you to come back. And I say, when you get filled up with the Holy Spirit, which is what you need right now, the Holy Spirit will cause all of God's word to come flowing up from your belly like rivers of living water. And when that happens, no child of God is going to flee from the devil. He'll stand up and take his place as a child of God. There is a river Oh, that flows from deep within There is a fountain That frees my soul from sin Come to these waters There is a vast supply Come to these waters That never shall run dry God says come to the waters If you're hurting if you're painting, you go to God. You go to God. I had to learn it, and I had to learn it, and I had to learn it. I don't have a mother to go to. I don't have a father to go to. I don't have brothers and sisters to go to. I have to go this way. And you think it's impossible? Not so. You take the first step. Amen? Missing all to Jesus, I surrender. All to Jesus, I surrender. All to Him, I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him.
Is there one? If you need prayer, I pray for you right now. Is there one? Just come on down. I'm not going to dress it up. Jesus has waited long enough. He's tired of knocking. His servant knocked for him this morning. If you turn your heart away from him, if you turn your heart away from him, he'll turn away from you too. Is there one? I'm not through with you. There's times when I speak and God will let me turn a group loose. I preached at a big church recently and for some reason I cut what I was going to say about one third. And I didn't know that I appealed for 30 minutes until I listened to the tape. Time doesn't mean anything when you're doing God's work. But because I was obedient, go ahead sis, you don't have to wait on me. Because I was obedient, we had a whole altar with people answering their appeal. This why. Nobody could give me a number, but I know we had at least 50. People just say yes to God, no to the devil. Yes, of have come and gone. Yes, they have. Says I've heard, heard Is there one person in here? How You've been burdened, you've been pained. And you feel like there's nobody and that there's nothing that can help. There's not a room full of perfect people in here. Is there one? Believe me, I know there's one. At least one. Harden not your heart against the Holy Spirit this day. The Spirit of the Lord says, Come. And when He asks, you come. Is there one? Signs of the times are everywhere. Yes, they're everywhere. And there's a brand, totally brand new feeling, new feeling in, the air. in the air. Keep your eyes you can sing her. You have it in your You have that song in your bulletin. Was on every hand, and violence filled the land, and still some people, yes, some people doubt that he'll come again, again But the word of God is true. It is so true. And he will redeem. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Soon Christ Soon Jesus, Christ Jesus will, descend. will descend. And we have signs of the times everywhere. Signs of the is there one? My last appeal. Is there one? 
and it's a brand new feeling in the one air. Shall we? Straight out the living God. 